Hey, I got a question for you. How's your discipline? Is it uh, failing you these days? Hey, don't worry. I got you covered. We're going to talk about discipline and get you supercharged. Let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, what's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast. I'm excited that you're here today because we're going to be talking about discipline. Sometimes it seems like it's a a negative or a bad word. Oh, no, I have to have discipline. Oh, no, discipline sucks. I just want to be free-spirited and roam the world and do whatever. Well, guess what? Your mind and your body and your soul are designed for discipline. They're designed to do things systematically and programmatically. Think about it. Your subconscious runs all sorts of things and it does it with discipline. Thank goodness, right? Because if you had to think about breathing, wow, that's annoying. If you had to think about blinking, boy, that's annoying. If you had to think about hearing, That's annoying, but any one of those things you can interrupt, you can get involved with, and you can direct it. You know what I'm talking about, because if you wanted to actually hear something better, what do you do? You you kind of put your ears out to focus a direction. Yeah, you can do it. I know you think about it with your eyes. If you want to see something better, you focus in. Maybe you squint a little bit. Maybe you, you design your focus to be very, very, very tunnel visioned to look at the thing that you want. But conversely, your mind and your body and your soul, they all need that discipline too. In fact, they need you to be able to actually command them and give them discipline. And that takes practice. A lot of times people say, well, I don't like meditation because, uh, you know, it doesn't do anything for me. Oh, we'll get to that today. So we're going to talk about actually seven things I've got on my list here to help you with discipline. We want to supercharge your discipline. We want to get you actually feeling good about discipline and not thinking of it as a negative or a downside or, oh my gosh, I have to be disciplined. I hate when that happens. No, actually discipline is good. And when you're doing it well, and when you've practiced it, it feels good. It's a good thing, not a bad thing, not a downer, not a, oh man, I can't believe I have to practice discipline here. No, 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 no. When you practice it ahead of time and you've given yourself a setup to succeed using this superpower of discipline, oh my gosh, things are really good. Really great things come from it. So let's dig into it and let's jump right into the power of discipline and how to stay focused and achieve your goals. All right, let's talk about that. Here we go. We're going to jump in and talk about the first thing on the list. Define your goals. Now, I know there's a lot of opinions and perspectives on it. And when it all is said and done, you have to understand that 
expectation is usually what messes up a goal. So a lot of people out there these days are talking a lot about not setting goals. Just be free-spirited. Just go wherever the wind takes you. Well, the challenge is if you want to go on a vacation, you have to know where you're headed and you have to get a map or you have to have somebody you trust take you there, an airplane, whatever. Nothing worse than getting on an airplane and waking up somewhere different than you expected to go. But you know what? If you were free-spirited in the airport, if, I mean, obviously these days it's a little bit more uh, crazy, but I did used to hear uh, of situations where somebody just accidentally walked on the wrong plane and they happened to be lackadaisical about checking it and they ended up in a really random place, right? Obviously there's checks involved nowadays to keep you from doing that, but you have to actually stay focused on the direction you're going. Now, how you're going to get there, if you're an entrepreneur and you probably are because you're listening to this podcast, then you know that we have to set a path. We have to set what the target is because I guarantee you one thing, and this is to all those people saying, don't set goals, right? If you want to hit the target and you put a blindfold on, it's going to be really, really challenging to hit it. Now, when the blindfold is off and you can look at the target, it's still challenging to hit it. And you might still have to actually do some things to hit that target. First, you aim at it. You miss a little to the left. So you aim a little to the right. Then it goes down. Then it goes up. Then you get a mentor to say, hey, this is what you're doing when you're releasing the arrow. You're doing something funky with it. And it's always going to be random. Right, So you get mentors and guides along the way. Your path is a winding one, but you have to have specific goals and they have to be measurable to some extent. How, otherwise, how do you know if you got there? You say you want to go to Disneyland for a vacation. If you didn't know what Disneyland looked like and you didn't have any idea what Disneyland was, how would you know if you ever got there? You wouldn't know, right? And you've got to make sure that you do this so that your goals are achievable. Now, here's a huge, huge thing. As you start to get to the point where you're about to attain a goal, hopefully you continue to set goals. This takes discipline. You can't do a goal once and then never set any other goals. You set one big goal and then you set a bunch of little things along the way and those are milestones and maybe that winding path takes you there. But in the long term, in the long term, you might need to continue to set bigger and bigger goals. And that's huge, right? Our good friend, Mr. Tony Robbins says, most people underestimate what they can do in 10 years and overestimate what they can do in one, right? So we've got to set some goals. We've got to understand where we want to go. And does that mean you can't change it? No. Does that mean that you can't adjust along the way? No, it doesn't mean that. But it is important that you do it. All right, let's move on to the next one. We want to create a daily routine and we want to stick to it. This is so important. And there are so many reasons for this. One of the reasons is simple. It's sort of like training your dog. I know that's maybe not the um, metaphor that you wanted me to use, right? But it is. If you are trying to train a dog to sit and you give it a treat when it doesn't sit and it runs away, do you think that dog is ever going to sit? No, no. So we're training ourselves. We're training our system, our mind, our body, our soul. We're training it. And in order to do that, 
giving a daily routine that you stick to is so valuable. Now, if you don't have a routine that is going to help you attain the goals that we set that are measurable, then you're going to have a problem. So you've got to actually include time for work. You've got to include time for exercise. You've got to even include time to relax and chill and do nothing so that you can recharge. But all of those things are part of a daily routine. Now, some of you guys get so, you, you call it discipline and you hide behind it, but you get so attached to the thing that you're going to do that if something changed, all of a sudden you get freaked out. So yes, you want to create a daily routine and stick to it. It sort of acts like the guide rails, but it's sort of like going on a commute from your house to a job or to a place that you want to go to on a regular basis. You can go there without thinking about it. Sometimes you get there without even actually putting a thought to it. And you, you might've had this experience. You leave your house, you show up at work and you have no memory of going from point A to point B. This is the challenge. This is the downside. Just like with anything, there's upsides and downsides. And the downside of that daily routine is that sometimes you get it gets so rote that you forget you even did it. That's when you got to change it up just a little bit. But you create a structure and within it, you give yourself little things to keep your mind active, to keep growing, to keep challenging yourself. It's the same with your workout routine. If you just did the same workout routine for the rest of your life, then your body wouldn't be challenged and your muscles wouldn't grow and your body wouldn't respond to the new stimuli that's coming in. And this is a really big deal. So Yes, a daily routine is super important. And yeah, you got to do little tweaks to keep pushing yourself, to keep growing. But the routine, the daily routine gives you structure and something to work off of. And then when you need to adjust, be adaptable. And that's a really, really important piece. Let's go to the next one. Break down large tasks. One of the biggest reasons for overwhelm for so many people in so many different subjects is because they see something as gargantuan. They see it as so massive that they look at it and they just get paralyzed because they don't know where to start. And so then over two, three, four days, a week, two weeks, a month, next thing you know, they haven't done anything and they're like, oh, but it was just so big. I couldn't even get started. And yet, if they would break it down into small, manageable tasks, little chunks, then it would have gotten moved and it would have started getting momentum. This is a really, really big thing. I love this saying, never leave the sight of setting a goal without taking one small step towards its completion. That will start to get you momentum, just like when you sit on a bike and you have to start pedaling to get into balance, to get into flow, to get into flight, so that it's easier to keep balance. This is super, super important. You've got to break down your large tasks and move them into stuff that you can actually accomplish. There's a lot of ways to do that. One of my favorite ways is looking at what's most important. And you hear this a lot. Do the thing that's most important when you have the most amount of energy, whenever that is for you. But sometimes when you have a task that you really just don't want to do, I think one of the most important things you can do is to pick something that's small and easy just to get the ball moving. And so there are different views. It is not one size fits all. Some situations are so hard to get started on that you just need to take a couple little small steps to get moving and then you can start to take care of the thing that's most important. So you might want to look at that. Again, these are not hard and fast, but they're just guidelines, right? 
it's just like the pirate code, as good old Captain Jack Sparrow said. It's kind of like, more like a guideline, really. Right? All right, let's jump into that next one. Eliminate distractions. This is so important. You've got to figure out what your method of eliminating distractions are. And there are so many of them. In fact, the marketing world and the business world is searching for more and more ways to actually distract you. The little red dot, you know, the one that shows up over the icon in your app. It's designed to get your attention. Some people have to go and close out all the little red dots. They can't stand to see a little red dot notification on their app. Is that you? I understand. I get it. And those things are designed to make you want to click them, to make you want to go in and do it. You look on Facebook, there's ads, there's sponsorships, there's all sorts of things designed to distract you and to get your attention. There's pop-ups that come up on your screen. And just because you think you turned on a pop-up blocker doesn't mean that you're going to be avoiding ads forever. But what do you have to do to make sure you're not getting sucked into Facebook or Instagram or TikTok and watching? You're like, oh, it's just one-minute video. And next thing you know, you've watched 15 one-minute videos. 15 minutes is gone, right? We've got to find a way to eliminate your personal distractions, the thing that catches your attention, because you are a unique soul. And because of that, you've got to find and eliminate the ways that you get distracted. Now, does that mean you can't do them ever again? No, I'm not asking you to go cold turkey and never look at the thing that you like to look at. Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's a game on your phone. But I am saying, choose a time that is appropriate for that thing and set that time aside so that you know you're going to get it. In the meantime, make sure you turn off the other distractions and there are tools and there's apps and there's things that you can do to do that. But regardless of how you do it, turning off those notifications, find, finding your best time to work is so important. So you got to make sure you do it. Take a little time to audit your day. Look at the times that you got distracted and start to take some attention and focus and put it on that specifically. All right, let's jump to the next one. We want to go to practicing mindfulness and meditation. This one is so important. I find it so valuable. And there are so many different ways to meditate. Everybody insists that their way of meditating is the most important. I've learned and studied all sorts of different ways of meditation. And what I've found is that instead of one way being the most important, I think they all are. And at different times during your journey in particular, maybe a specific way of meditating is going to be most important for you. But once my daughter asked me, Dad, you know, I'm not really feeling the meditation thing. I don't get it but she would zone out and she would dig into her dancing. And I said, you know what? That's a way of meditating because you get into that space and time doesn't exist. The outside world doesn't exist. And she could think she could be in her, in her happy place while she was doing it. Some people do it in golf and they think, well, I don't meditate. Well, that's because your version of meditation of meditation might actually be that you think you have to close your eyes and hold your fingers right? But you don't necessarily have to do that. There are lots of ways to meditate and honestly, find some. However, there is one that I can tell you, 
you can do right away, super easy, and you could take five, 10 minutes to do it. Heck, 15 or 20 is all you really need. But it's you commending your mind and your body to stay still, to be calm. And this is so important because just like we talked about earlier, training a dog, right? Your mind, your body, your soul, they run active. Do you have a mind that just goes all over the place? Yeah. Well, guess what? You have to train it. You have to actually teach your mind to come back, come back to center, come back to quiet. It's always going to want to race. It's always going to want to be active. That's what the mind is designed to do. But you teaching yourself how to sit still and not move, not itch, not scratch, not rub your eyes, not do all that other stuff, just to sit there and be still. Find an air conditioner to listen to. Find a song or some meditation music that you can focus on that and keep bringing your mind back to center. Keep bringing it back to center. It's a muscle. You can practice it. You can get better at it. As your mind wanders off, you'll you'll forget and you'll follow that path. And as you recognize that you've wandered off, bring it back to center. Maybe that's a black dot. Maybe it's the tip of your nose. Maybe it's your kneecap. Whatever it is that you're focusing on, keep bringing it back to that thing, something that's not important. And is it okay that your mind wanders? Yes, absolutely. Again, your mind is designed to do that. So let it do that. It's okay, but bring it back as soon as you recognize it because you're training your body and mind to be still and to get into that centered place. And guess what? You will see massive value from this if you start practicing it 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be huge amounts of time, but you can actually gain some massive discipline because that's what you're doing. You're teaching your mind and your body and your soul about discipline, of doing what you command it to do. And that's important. All right, let's move to the next one. Stay accountable and track your progress. Super, super important. The tracking your progress part allows you to continue to be accountable. But as you let the accountability flow off into the ether, all of a sudden it gets easier and easier not to hold yourself accountable. But you got to start. Just like setting a goal, you got to start. Just like uh, setting yourself out to do that task that we talked about. Sometimes it's a small task just to get some momentum. The same thing happens with accountability. As you let your accountability slide, as you start to say, ah, eh, it doesn't matter. I'll just get to it whenever. Then of course it keeps going more and more and more and more. So you've got to stay accountable. And honestly, the little things that you can be accountable to are so important first. These things will really make a huge difference. The little things Man, if you can stay accountable on those, then it, they turn into medium things. And then those turn into larger things. Staying accountable, tracking your progress so that you can see that you're making strides forward. Even if it's 1% every day, well, at the end of the year, that's 365%. Whoa. Okay. Stay accountable. Track your progress. So, so important. Okay. And last, but certainly not least, this one's huge. Surround yourself with positive influences. Man, this is important. This is so important. Why? Because what's the saying? Birds of a feather flock together, right? So look around at who you're hanging with. Look around at the business people you're hanging with. If you're trying to take your business to a $10 million business, but you're hanging around with businesses that can't seem to uh, get in the green, 
then that's a challenge. You got to find people and level up by hanging around with positive influences, with people that believe in you, with people that can look at you and go, I've been there and I can tell you this is how I got through it. It might not be exactly right for you, but they start talking a different language. You start talking a different language. I love this statement. Proximity is power. And because of that, you've got to understand who your who is. Who are the people you're aspiring to be like and become more like and take on some of their superpowers and their attributes? Take those on. But in order to do that, you've got to know who your who is and you've got to go get in proximity with them. And you can work your way up the ladder, up the chain of those people. So maybe you're saying, well, my who is Anthony Robbins. Well, yeah, you're going to have to work your way up to that. But start with some coaches that are better than you. Start with some people that are are ahead of the uh, ahead of you in the game. This is so valuable. Proximity is power. And so you've got to surround yourself with those positive influences. If you have people around you that just keep bringing you down, if you have people around you that are telling you you can't do the thing that you're doing, man, this is going to be hard. And if you are trying to supercharge your discipline, this is really difficult to do when you're hanging out with people that are just continuing to pull you down. So I'll leave you with this story. It's the crab in the bucket story. Back, and and I heard this after this uh, event, but back when I was young, my dad took me out to do some irrigation. Now, irrigation work is some of the most taxing work you can do. You have to get up real early. You have to be up there before the sun rises. The water's always cold, and you're digging through the uh, trenches of the irrigation, and you have to get it to get out to the field. Oh my gosh, this is tough work. But inside the main channel of the irrigation, there oftentimes lies crawdads. So you could get them. And what we did was we'd go fishing for crawdads. And we get these crawdads, we'd put them in a bucket, and there would be enough of them that they could easily get out. If they just stacked on top of each other, they could easily get out. It wasn't that big of a bucket. But interesting thing happens as one starts to get out and it's starting to get out, the others will grab it and pull it back in. This is the same with crabs too. This is so important because no matter what they did, even though they were perfectly capable of getting out, they were not capable of helping each other get out. They were only capable of helping each other stay. Now, I want you to think about that and look at your surroundings, look at those people that you're with, and just determine, are you at the top of that crab heap, those crawdads at the top of the bucket, and you're trying to get out and they keep pulling you back, right? You've got to look at who you surround yourself with and make sure they're positive influences and make sure there's somebody outside the bucket trying to help you out, right? So you've got to find those people, those mentors, those are the ones that you've got to get attached to. The ones that are pulling you as hard as you're pushing. The ones that are encouraging you and holding you to your crap. You know, those weird excuses that you have. I can't be disciplined. I'm just not a disciplined. I just don't have much focus. Whatever. It's all trained. It's all practiced. Of course. Uh, I'm, I'm. My thoughts are all over the place. I'm going every single direction. Okay. We'll practice that. Right? Because with practice... You can actually train yourself to do the right thing. But without practice, you can't get a dog to sit if you never give it a treat. So think about that. Think about that. All right. Surround yourself with positive influences. I love that. Now, I hope this is helping because you guys 
are the cream of the crop. You guys are going to change the world. You guys are going to make this world a better place by doing the things that you're doing and all the different businesses and all the different adventures that you're on. And I hope that we're helping you do that along your journey and on your path. You know, if this helps just a little bit, let us know. Reply back, send us a message over at info at bizcorio so that we know we're doing some good stuff for you and that you're enjoying it. We'd love to hear from you. And let us know that these things are helping you so we can keep making more content just like it. We're here to help you. We believe all boats rise in the tide. So if we can help you take that step forward, get more discipline, supercharge that discipline so that you can actually accomplish that thing, that thing that's going to help so many people, then we know we're doing the right thing in the world. Guys, it has been a pleasure. I'm so excited to hear what comes of all of this great information that you're getting to hear today. And I'm excited for you to join us on our next episode. So until then, let's cue the intro, or sorry, the intro, the outro, and we'll see you next time on the Business Choreography Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.